two, three. <laughs> All right, we're in the studio. Yay! Welcome I can't believe we're studio. finally on the radio, public radio. And I'm Phoebe Buffet. What's her name? The woman who does criminal. Phoebe Judge. She Phoebe sounds like, Judge. She sounds like she has big front teeth the way she says it. <laughs> Phoebe Judge. I don't Judge. know what she looks like. I imagine her being like so beautiful. Wait, I do know what she looks like and she is beautiful. Wow. I couldn't see her teeth. She's like hot, blonde, um, smart, skinny, successful, beautiful, intelligent. Can Always I be completely honest? Blech. Ugh, come on. I'm like, it's too much. I need you to be, like, a little bit fucked up. That's not gonna work for me. You gotta I have know. some problems, alright? Well, she does have some problems. Her problems are she's completely trapped in this <laughs> true crime nightmare that she's created for herself. She's so perfect. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about Criminal. So, did you listen to Criminal before we did this? Have you, are you been a long-time listener? First-time no. criticizer? No, I haven't been a long-time listener, but I have listened to it before I said we should talk about it because I think it really covers a lot of topics, covers a lot of ground. But I, I, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really refreshing because they don't just talk about murder. They talk about other stuff, too. Sometimes I'm kind of like, this is a stretch. Is this a crime? Um, Yeah, that was my thought. I was like, um, this is... uh kind of for wimps i was like this is like if you really need to get like a fix but you're like in a car with somebody who's like has a nervous disposition and they can only handle like dog nappings (laughs) and not like familial homicide yeah or you're uh at a day you run a daycare and there's babies everywhere but your (laughs) your headphones died so you have to turn it up loud but you can't put on uh what's a scary podcast Scary murder town. You have to listen to Criminal with Phoebe Judge. Um, I like when I was a housekeeper, I would listen to scary podcasts all day to get myself like really scared. Cause like already you're like cleaning somebody's house, you're like at a stranger's house, and there's like closets, you like open them really fast and like cut your like chest like you're scared. And it's like who knows, is like the, the somebody home is like the dad a killer, like, you know, I don't know, is the mom a killer? There was one house in particular where I really believed that the people who lived there were going to murder me and my sister because we worked together and me and her always worked the house together because our boss knew we were both scared and they were like, she was like, you should be a team like and look out for each other so the rule when you were cleaning there was you had to be in the same room because first of all, they were weird but also they had a taxidermy studio in their house and there was a part of the house in their bathroom where the small door opened and led to like a four foot high hallway full of little tiny doors with keys over each door, like 20 doors. And it was like truly the one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Anyway, did you open I would a listen door? to, no, I was fucking so scared. I was like, I don't even want to get involved. Well, I guess what I should have because what if I saved someone? Or what if like there was a big mess behind each one and they expected you to clean it up? <sighs> that would be funny. Um, anyway, they were really creepy, and, uh, they would say stuff like, 
you must have really messed up knees from being on your knees all the time cleaning our house. Like, the, I think that they, like, got off on it or something. Um, which, like, respect, but not interested. Um, That's fine. But I would listen to the scariest podcasts while I was there. Because I love to be scared. And I would get myself, like, even more scared than I naturally was from the actual scariness of it. What a thrill. Wait, did did you have to clean the taxidermy room? Um, Once. There was, like, no blood or anything anywhere, but there was, like, animal skins and stuff and, like, bones. And I was just, like, it's so... They were very much white liberal, like, exactly what you picture when you think of, like, white liberal... Like, I remember getting to an argument once where, like, the man was, like, trying to talk about, like, politics because he was, like, obviously we agree that Trump is bad and, like, you know, I... You know, of course, Trump and Pence are bad. And he he was like, I'm not too worried about um, Pence, though. And I was like, really? I'm, like, um, queer and I'm, like, afraid of not being able to, like, have rights or, like, have a child one day or something. Um, and he was just like, oh, please. Like, that'll never happen. You're crazy if you think your rights are going to get taken away. And I was <laughs> like, um, all right. I thought he meant you'll never get married and have a family uh, for you're, real, though. you're a weird freak um I'm sorry i really like got just... off the rails i'm not i really oh, no. off on a tangent i think that's great i feel like phoebe judge right now interviewing you asking yeah questions. and the crime that i did my sister and i did pl- plot a lot of crimes against that couple we had like a fan like revenge fantasies on the way home because it was like an hour bus ride home we would have revenge fantasies about like i don't know not murdering them but <laughs> taxidermy <laughs> like okay so one of the fantasies was like feeding a thong to their dog <laughs> <laughs> so that it would shit out the thong and then like the wife would be like this isn't my thong <laughs> whoa <laughs> um and then also like he would she would think he like cheated on her i don't know <clears throat> that was That's just an idea good. That's really we have a lot good. of other ones, but that was my favorite. I like that one. Good, good idea. But criminal comes into play because it's exactly the kind of podcast I could play with my sister, who is of a less scary temperament. Oh yeah, so she gets spooked easily. Yeah, she would not want to listen to a scary story. So I would be able to get my little scares in with a little bit of criminal. So I listen to po- this podcast when I do the dishes and I always lock the door. <laughs> and I always look to see where the closest knife is so I can turn around and stab anybody who comes in the house. Um, that's what that's when I listen to podcasts. But I like the fear. I like to feel scared. Uh, that's pretty much, it's a great, it's a fun feeling. It's like being happy or, or angry. I like to feel superior to the victims. Yeah. Why didn't happen to me? I know. Why does that, why does stuff happen to people all the time? It it doesn't happen. Here's the thing. It doesn't, crimes don't happen that often that are interesting because otherwise they wouldn't have so many news stories about it. It's only news because yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. And um, most of the story... Can I... One quick statement while we're talking yeah. about politics and we're talking about everything that's happening. I love that uh, 
I, I one of the things I love most about true crime is a lot of it is about how bad cops are at their job, which is oh yeah. Uh, most episodes are like you're like yeah listening to it and you're like yeah 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 what's the twist here and it's like the cop did the murder and then all the other cops covered it up for him and then you're like yeah that definitely is what happened and then they're like they lost all the paperwork it's like most podcasts are about that we could have a podcast yeah. called cop cop murders cop idiocy um, even, like, John Bonet is, like, you know, the big number one hottest fearful case of evil doing. And it's, like, that one was, like, the fucking cop that came to the scene immediately just, like, wussied out and, like, took down the body. <laughs> I don't know that story that well because I always try to listen to it and I, like, don't care that much. Sorry. I just really remember when it happened. My mom has always been, like, really into true crime and, like exposed me to it young i feel like and when jean benet happened i feel like i wasn't that much older than her how old is she how, how old was she i don't remember anyway um or wasn't she a little but my baby? mom my mom would always be like imagine if that was you and i would be like i am <laughs> that would never be you she was a pageant queen it's true. I'm too ugly. I'm just kidding. That's like a no. really problematic thing to say. Obviously, I don't believe that. It's like, would be No, insane. that's crazy. You're beautiful. And you would get it. <laughs> um, I think about that too. I'm like, mom, why didn't you put me in a pageant when I was younger? Because I would be, I would probably be doing really well right now. I'd have more discipline. I wanted to be in like pageants and shit so bad when I was a kid. I think like a lot of children... Uh, who were socialized female did or do because um, you're taught that that's your maximum value as a human being is uh, being the most beautiful. It is, though. You see those kids, they have, like, those little flipper teeth and their teeth are perfect. They put the yeah. baby teeth on top of the baby teeth. Like, yeah. they don't even... You know, it would be cool if we could do that now, like, adult pageant, but you have little baby teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I would do it. I saw um, this... Um, I'll oh, say this one more thing about median teeth, which is yeah, that yeah, there, yeah. I saw a trend in, I guess it's Japan, there's a style of teeth that people get done where, like, you get your fang teeth so that they stick out on the sides so it looks like you have little, like, crazy fangs. Um, I suggest you look it up. Okay. It's that a crazy cool. looking smile and people, like, get it done to be, like, cute and hot. Well, speaking of cute, hot, and teeth, uh, how about Phoebe Judge and what? So, tell me what episodes of Criminal you listened to. So, I listened to uh, eighty-three through eighty-six, I guess. Um, and the first one that I listened to, we opened on some spider facts. And it was, like, a lot of spider facts. And I was like, okay, I see we're leading up to something. Maybe it's about, like... It was, like, about how this uh, spider would let its young eat her. And I was like, okay, I'm excited because this is obviously going to be an episode about, um, like, a child cannibalizing his mom. And, yeah, I used he, him pronouns for the thought, the idea of the child because it's to be real. Um... It's yes. men who are cannibalizing their moms. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I hate, yeah, we get can talk about real. That. I know. We know who's doing it. We know who's committing these crimes. We know who's eating <clears throat> their mom. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, uh, it did mm-hmm. not end up being about that. It ended up huh. being the premise for a different podcast that they were promoting on <laughs> this one, which is a uh, classic Radiotopia switcheroo. They were like, this is a podcast. Sorry. This is a podcast about love. And I was like, disgusted, obviously. Um, I really hate it when a podcast is like, new episode. <laughs> It's a different show, but you should really check it out if you like this one. I'm like, I'm not interested. If you like I really crime, have a hard time enjoying new things. If you like crime, you'll love our new podcast about love. I'm Phoebe Judge, and I ran out of crime crime episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she, maybe it's like episodes she thought was about crime, but actually ended up being about love. And she They're, first got confused. Probably. They really tricked me with the spider facts because it was some really gruesome spider facts. And then it was like, why do mothers love their children? <laughs> Let's talk about it. So I moved on. I did not listen to that one entirely because that's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one that I listened to that was an actual episode opened on uh, dog facts. And it was like the same amount of spider facts, but dogs. And um, Big switcheroo. I think switcheroos are a theme with this one. They really like to set you up with, like, something cute and nice and then be like, but what if someone was killed? I'm Phoebe Judge. (laughs) And this is Criminal. And this is Criminal, brought to you by Calm.com. Do you hear that part in the commercials? No, and you texted me Calm.com, and I was like, I... (laughs) Maybe you didn't hear those. I think the ads change, but she has this ad where she says... Calm.com. <laughs> it's really odd. And I think it, it's not good for the company. If I worked at calm.com, I would call her and ask her to re record because it's confusing. Calm.com. Hang on, let me check. Calm. Maybe it is calm.com. Is dot calm a domain? No, it's dot com. I mean, I think you can do whatever you want these days. But uh, anyway, yeah, commercial. They change them sometimes. Um, uh, yeah, so what was... It was about a dog. Well, it was dogs, dogs, dogs. All dog talk. And um, finally, when they get set up, it's about a guy who, guess what, as a fucking dog. And um, the dog is so special and so fancy. And mm. he really hates communists, the man who owns the dog. And uh, the dog gets dog-napped. And that's the whole episode. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this asshole's dog. I'm glad it got dognapped. Probably has a better life now because he's not being forced to do tricks that are anti-communism. And then he even suggested that a communist stole it. And I was like, I don't think communists are, like, stealing dogs, like, all all that much. Because the woman who they thought stole it was wearing a red coat. Anyway, I was like, this is some, like, big brain college boy bullshit. I can't. I need, like something horrible i need to yeah. hear a 911 phone call uh-huh anyway that was my takeaway from that episode so what other one that, was, that one sucks i don't even want uh, to hear any more about it sucked. i didn't listen it was, to it but i won't it was like um big uh boring i didn't enjoy it the other one was um pretty cool uh it was like a little better but still not that interesting 
It was about a man who um, had a difficult childhood and was very misbehaved as a boy and how they just couldn't get him to behave. And he kept doing crime and they sent him to different schools and he kept being bad and there was no way they could like fix him. And now he's in solitary confinement for his like whole life. And I was like, that's really fucked up. And I'm not exactly sure what point you're trying to make. Um, Did he have ADHD? Um, I don't know. It was like, his name was Willie Bosco. And it's a famous case. Um, and basically, like, his dad was also, like, had crime issues. And his grandpa, like, sexually molested him. And it sounds kind of like this guy just probably was, like, reacting to the world around him. He kind of sounded cool. <laughs> I don't know, that's probably not okay to say. But he was, like... He was definitely, like, bad, doing a lot of bad stuff, but I don't know. They played a recording of him talking, and he was like, I do whatever I want. If I want to go mow the lawn across the street in, like, a random place that's not my place, I'll go do it. I don't have to tell anybody what I do. Because everybody was, like, so scared of him, like, at the facility that he, like, could do whatever he wanted. I'm like, he sounded kind of fine. And then he was getting interviewed. Like, the last straw, I guess, was he was getting interviewed, and he just randomly pulled out a knife and, like, stabbed a guard. And they were like, that's it solitary for life and they're like can we fix people Mm. um anyway uh i don't know man i was like what are you trying to say there wasn't a really clear thesis to me and Mm. i was on willie bosco's side 100 percent free him what do you think that guy did to get stabbed it's probably pretty annoying probably pretty fucking annoying they didn't even say yeah they did that for a reason they want you to think that it was for nothing but he was probably being really annoying he's probably clicking a pen he's probably talking about how his dog got stolen by a communist (laughs) his perfect poodle it was a poodle it was a perfect poodle now i'm interested poodles are nice yeah this was all well you probably would love this one because it was a lot of poodle facts it was a lot of facts about dogs and how this was the most beautiful poodle of all time and everybody loved this Mm. poodle it's so fucking cute and then he got dog napped and it was like all over the news who was it cares? A, a, a purebred poodle? It was a toy poodle or a teacup poodle, something like that. Mm. Little tiny guy. Oh, wow. He could stand on I his had, hind legs. I had a neighbor that had these old corgis, and I think they were like purebred corgis. And they were like, you know how corgis get kind of gross when they get old? They start to get like weird fur and they like aren't cute anymore. Yes. That's why I don't would never get one. He I, well, his his family like breeds corgis, but then one day he was like, "Someone stole my corgi from the yard," and I didn't even know that people would do that. I was like, "Why?" Because it was so ugly and it wasn't cute. And I guess it was because they wanted to like use it to breed more corgis. Mm. That's sad. You know? They they did mention like puppy mills or they're like that's like a problem with like kidnapping dogs now is like puppy mills and how they were like Ugh. puppy mills weren't really a thing back then, so don't worry. I just think probably somebody was like, I'm taking that sweet ass dog. Yeah, I get it. I mean Setting if it's it cute, free. I get it. I get it if it's cute. Yeah. So uh, so you listen to Willie Bosco, there you was were on his one side. other one. Okay. Um the great Willie Bosco. The other one was about how this fucking loser lawyer. All right. So basically this woman sued a hospital for malpractice for making her kid disabled and her ex-husband tried to get the money 
and the disabled kid obviously needed it. Um, and later, because he didn't get the money, he had a hit put on the family and had them all killed. And I was like, finally. Uh, something horrifying. Um, and the hitman that he hired used a book that was like, How to Be a Hitman. And it was just like, should there be allowed to be a book called How to Be a Hitman that tells you how to be a hitman? And this lawyer was like, of course not. This book should be legal. Oh, yeah. And I guess they were being, like, not one way or the other about it, but it really seemed like they were saying that this book should be illegal. And I'm just like, you. Th- this wasn't even that long ago. Like, the internet exists. You can Google that, any of that. It's just not, like, private information. Yeah. I support the book. I always am going to go on the criminal side. Pretty much. Not yeah. the hitman or the dad. But I will support the book writer because well, who fucking cares? I listened to this episode too a while ago and I totally agree. I mean, I think I kind of think the hitman is did a good job too because he just read a book and then did it. That's cool. One thing he I will say. Too. Yeah. One thing I'll say about most of the people in these stories, I'm like <sighs> You really get up and do something with your day. Like, I don't do a whole lot day to day. I kind of just, like, get out of bed, go to work, go with the dog. But there are people who are, like, passionate about things. They, like, kill people. They hurt people. And they don't even feel worried about it. They just do it. And I I think that is good because I am so scared to do things day to day. It makes me feel like I lack passion. I've never felt one strongly enough about anyone or anything in my life to kill. I guess maybe one day I would. Who knows? We'll see how life unfolds. I'm a real I'm real soft, you know. But I definitely think that you know there's a perspective that like killing is like the end all be all and I don't think it's as bad because when you think about it so many grandpas have killed people and like random dudes you've like met I mean, just so many random people have killed people. It's definitely fucked up, but I don't know. I think anybody could be capable of doing it. This is like not a good opinion to be putting out there. I always feel like if I ever got like maybe a little bit in trouble in some way, like if I was like involved in some kind of, if I found a body or something, I would probably become a suspect because I would say something stupid as hell. Like, I mean, I kind of get. <laughs> where maybe somebody was coming from i think it depends i've had the same thing i had a tweet that was like i would kill a man in cold blood happy women's (laughs) day or something and i like think about that all the time because i'm like what i imagine myself in a courtroom and they're like bringing up the tweet and then my lawyer is like she was being funny and then everyone's like it's not even a joke it doesn't have a punchline (laughs) and then i go to prison I often think about a little game that I like to play with myself is that I'm being interrogated and I'm being asked what I was doing last Tuesday. And then I try to really quickly think about what I was doing last Tuesday. And it's harder than you think. What were you doing last Tuesday? I mean, now it's easy as hell. I'm like, I was here cross-stitching. I was doing needlepoint. I was sitting uh, around. I was doing push-ups. What was I doing Tuesday? Uh Uh-oh. I don't remember. That's fucked up. <laughs> I, I have an alibi. It's my parents because I live with them. Yeah. I usually, like, I haven't really gone anywhere. Here. Sometimes I go for walks, so who knows what I'm doing on those walks. I'm doing air quotes. 
Have you ever committed a crime? Yes. I'm done now because I'm in New Jersey and weed is legal. Hell. Damn. I'm trying to think of other crimes I've done. What one crimes time, have you done? So one time I was I was on a median, like in the middle of a busy road with some friends, and we were raising money for Alex's lemonade stand. And we had buckets and signs, and then a cop pulled over and was like, Get off the median! <laughs> Get into the car, and then we had to we had to uh, drive away. I think we were like fourteen, and then we just told everybody that we got arrested for uh, raising money for Alex's lemonade stand. But I've never really. I mean, I guess like yeah, I don't think I've never like I don't think I've ever like stolen anything that was important that anybody yeah. would miss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but eh, no, nothing really. Um, yeah, I have stolen random shit. You know, here's the thing about the Macy's. This is, I shouldn't even, like, say this, because I don't want to wreck it for everybody, but also no one's going to hear this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the Macy's on, near City Hall, they do not have an, a, uh, attendant at the dressing room in the lingerie section. So you could pretty much take whatever and, like, wrap it in a nightgown. And go into that changing room and just put it in your backpack and leave. So all bras are free, all socks are free, all stockings are free. And then anything else you're daring enough to, like, work into that room. I mean, you know, I try to only do it once a year. But that's the main crime that I commit that is not drug-related. Sounds like Macy's is having a sale. Yeah, free 99. Five-finger discount. And it's always a thrill. I never stole anything as a teenager. I mean, you know, I was too scared. I was like, I'm scared I'm going to get in trouble. But as an adult, once a year, I'll steal, like, one thing that I need. Because I'm broke. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think as long as no one will miss it, it's fine. And if there's no (laughs) attendant, then you're safe. Yeah, nobody's going to get in trouble. It's one pair of stockings. The Macy's police is going to come to your house. The Macy's Day Parade by Green Day is going to come get me. What if you were invited to be on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and then someone heard you say the story you just told and they were like, sorry, actually, we rescind our offer. This would really come back to bite me then. You got to be careful what you put out there. I feel real bad. And I don't think I've really, you know, done a lot of other crimes. Uh, you know what I do? I do a crime a lot, which is I drive without a license because I don't have one. And uh, I'm learning how to drive. That's fine, then. I'm 27. Isn't it weird how, like, a long time ago, the cops would just, like, let you do stuff like that? Like, you could just be, like, in a car without a seatbelt and, like, you're eating pizza and drinking a beer and, like, you've got a <laughs> license and your car is, like so enormous that if you crash it just like the car just has like a little crunch in the front and you're like we're going to the sock hop or the on the beach and <laughs> you're in the in california and there's no one just cares about it that must have been also i guess everybody was also like drunk all the time we are yeah. alive in like a boring time um i guess it's kind of exciting hmm. there's definitely stuff going on it's a real slow burn yeah. Uh, this season sucks. Yeah. I it's mean, a drag. I've tuned out. 
Don't you think your life would have been more fun if you could smoke cigarettes everywhere all the time? Like in school? Um, like that's kind of cool. You can technically smoke cigarettes at school. I mean, uh, you can in the really... classroom, they did that at some They could time. smoke cigarettes in the classroom? Is yeah. That real? I had a teacher who said in the, in the old days, maybe it was in college, she that's said she went to Penn That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. I and don't had, like that, though. I think it's cool. They had ashtrays made out of aluminum foil. Like, everybody, every desk just had its own little ashtray. I think that's it fun. Is, smoking is cool, but I actually don't really like it. I don't like that it makes your clothes smell bad. I also don't smoke myself, and I would not. Even as a joke. Uh, not even as a joke? Not even to be funny. I wouldn't even do it. I would definitely it's, do it to be funny. It smells like adults having fun, though. I do yeah. like going to a smoking bar sometimes because, I don't know, the only time I ever smelled cigarettes as a kid was like at the boardwalk or like at the rodeo slash flea market. And it was a real cigarette city. And you'd be like, ah, that smell. It smells like fun times. It smells like adults having fun at the rodeo. Yeah. So, what else do we think? Wait, okay. So, I know we're talking so about episode is, specific. Yeah. But I what are like... Your thoughts? Okay, yeah. I mean, I have thoughts. I so Oh, so one of the episodes I listened to of Criminal was about a woman... In the 1920s, she's still alive. She was an old little old lady. And she was a stowaway on a cruise ship. And this was, like, back when... This is another thing about old days where it's, like, flying was a big deal. And, like, going on a cruise was a big deal. But now it's, like, you can pay, like, you know, $40 and fly somewhere without any... bet. You can't... It's called Frontier. Frontier Airlines. It's called Bye. Spirit. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I mean, or Frontier. I just there is cheap, is like, cheap airline. Like, you can get airline tickets for so cheap, and, like, it's people fly all the time, and it's not a big deal, but before, like, people would wear a suit, and, like, man. That sounds know. like it sucks to me, though. Like, I would rather not wear a suit on a plane. I feel like if I'm on a plane, I want to be, like, kind of comfy. I like that we're a little bit more casual. You know, when I was younger, I used to think, I wish people were, like, dressed up. But then it's like, have you ever dressed up? It's not comfy. I have many digestive health problems, and I need to wear comfortable clothes. (laughs) If I had to wear, like, a corset, I would probably just be, like, I would probably have, like, I would be, like, burping up, like, hot dog water all day long. (laughs) I like. It would be good. I would wear a corset. I like feeling, like, tucked tucked and sucked in like all day i think that's i like that feeling but i need uh, to be free i, get it. I need to be free look you wouldn't wear a corset on a plane that's for sure. <laughs> but people are wearing corsets on planes as we speak during a pandemic that's the craziest thing of all people are wearing corset muzzles yeah that's uh, it's a little over the top. Um, no, I think it's fine to wear a mask. It's, oh, I like to be comfortable when I fly. I like to not wear my mask. Is that what's going to happen next? Anyway, let me let me explain the story. So this this woman was, like, fun and flirty, and she just loved to take risks. And she was like, oh, I'm just going to be a stowaway on this cruise ship. But the whole story was that, like, 
it sucked ass and she couldn't sleep and there, she didn't have a room to stay in and she just like did it and it was like not fun. She just like did it to see if she could do it. And then she got off the cruise and two cops were like, hey, baby. <laughs> I don't know what they said. They probably did say something gross, but I think they were kind of, she was like waiting for her ride or she was just like trying to get back to her house. And then she thought that she was caught, like, she was in trouble. And I was like, what are they even going to do? Like, you already did it. They're going to be like, you're going to go to jail for, like, this stupid epic prank you pulled. Yeah. There's too many, like, things that are, like, a crime. I just feel, I feel so strongly. And no, first of all, I'm going to say right now, I don't have any suggestions for making it better. All I can say is I don't like how it is. I think we're punishing people too much. It's weird that prison even exists at all. Like, it's so weird to be like, you're going to be mistreated and locked in a terrible, uncomfortable environment. That That's your punishment. It's, like, weird. It doesn't make sense. I mean, obviously, there's so many nonviolent crimes that shouldn't be punished, like drug-related crimes and stuff. Like, obviously. That's level one. But that I'm, like prison period is weird it's such a weird punishment and we're all so scared of it yeah everyone's scared of it because it's scary and it sucks and it's like a bad time it's like not helping anybody or anything at all yeah (laughs) i'm so dumb no i'm saying something profound i have no like i don't know i don't think i don't really know anyone i don't think no i used to work with a guy who went to jail at chipotle mexican grill and he was like one of the prep cooks and he was like definitely cool he was like this he's like this red bell pepper has as much vitamin c as an as an apple does an apple have vitamin c hell yeah yeah that was what it was but i was like oh cool that's the only person i think i know that i like he just got out of prison we worked at chipotle um yeah, prison's bad and scary and weird. Uh, it's really fucking weird. Punishment. I mean, people are really like... I think there's a lot of people who are out of touch with the reality. Like, I was on a, like a jury once. It wasn't a real jury. It was like a mock jury for... Like, in Philly, basically, there's so many crimes or, like, lawsuits and stuff happening at all times that a lot of people try to settle out of court by having a mock jury decide a verdict a couple times so that they can be like, look, most of the time juries say that we tested say you're guilty, so just plead guilty and we'll move along, or whatever. And the one we were doing, the the issue at hand was that this guy... I wonder if I'm allowed to say this. I was probably sworn to secrecy. I guess it doesn't fucking matter. Um... If I get sued, I get sued. I guess then I'll have my own little jury. A little jury of my own. Anyway, so the deal is is this guy, he's, like, basically, like, a weird stepdad who's, like, tried to fix the family's, like, electrical situation himself, and he did it wrong, and it started a huge fire. There was no smoke alarms in the house, and, like, a kid died. And it was, like, fucked up. And um, we had to look at pictures of, like the like kids lungs after they died or something it was like horrible we had to look at like horrible images and stuff and the lawyers the such pageantry um yes explaining their points of view i can't even believe it's fucking real sometimes um but basically what we were what the issue at hand was that the man who did it 
was trying to sue the company that makes the electrical doohickey that he fucked up because they were like, it's not obvious enough how you're supposed to do it. The electrical company was saying, you're not supposed to be even touching that because you're not an electrician. And um, nobody could get straight what was going on. First of all, the foreman was just, like, the guy that spoke up first, and he was hands down the dumbest person in the room. And it was just, like, he was not corralling people well. And it turned into everyone talking about how the man should be punished, which wasn't even on the table. And I, it just... Eventually, you got to go with the flow. And everybody was ba- banging their fists on the table and being like, he should have to pay a million dollars. And then the... <laughs> Whoa. The lady the lady who we had to, like, report to came in to check on us, and she was like, are you guys ready? And we were like, everybody was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, what'd you decide? And the foreman was like, the man has to pay a million dollars for what he did to that little girl that died. And the lady was like, that's not the thing that's happening at all. <laughs> um, no one could decide. That's so funny. I, I was like, I think he should be awarded money, even though he did something bad, because the company that makes this is probably can afford it, and the family probably does need money. It's tragic. He made a mistake. I don't think he needs to be, like, cosmically punished. It is, like, sad, and he is a stupid idiot, but I don't know. People do stupid shit all the time. Wait, I have two questions. Two questions. Yeah, yeah. Order in the court. Go on. Uh, I'll allow it. What... Were the, there were no fire alarms. Was it a a rented apartment or was it a house that the person owned? It was a house and that was a big issue where they were like, also, uh, you didn't have fire alarms, so it really is on you. And it was clearly on him. Um, And I was saying we should award him money because who fucking cares and like, fuck that company, like those fat cats, electrical company bastards needs to give this family a couple thousand dollars. And this lady who was so nice and so smart sitting next to me was like, but here's the thing. You can't just do that. You can't just decide that, like, like our point (laughs) is to, like, interpret the law and, like, what we can't argue that you can't put that in the paper, like, fuck this company. And I was like, I guess you're right. I like that you think outside of the box, though. She let me down gently. Let she me was like, ask I you, agree. I have a second question. Mm. Uh, was the child his child? Because I feel like no. if you kill your own child, that's fine. No, it was they're... his stepchild. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, whenever I hear a story about, like, a child getting murdered, I'm always like, well... <laughs> can you imagine like that's pretty fucked up you can I just kill like, your child and people are like it's your you can do whatever you want with it it's yours <laughs> as long is, as you're near my house you gotta follow my rules i think that's fine this is another thing this is like they play this in court after <laughs> <laughs> My future child goes missing, but the, like, <laughs> people who are against me are, like, the person who I'm accusing of doing it is, like, oh, fuck, yeah, they find this. I'm, like, oh. play the whole tape. Play the part where I acknowledge that this might happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a quick, quick aside, and maybe this yeah. is more of a, a center. Um, 
a big case, a big criminal case that has happened before uh, is the Mad Madeline Madeline McCann case. Are you have you have you heard Mad about this? Madeline McCain? McCain. I think it's McCann. Mad Madeline McCann. Do you know that story? No, I don't know anything about it. Oh my gosh! Well, can I just tell it to you? In I could. I think maybe I could tell it in two minutes. You don't even have to like do a speed run. This isn't okay. Twitch. The con. The overall concept is that the is this parents who are doctors and they took their kids on vacation and their kids were like doing shit all day and then like the parents were having dinner on a patio where they could see the room that their kids were in sort of maybe I don't know they've been having tapas every night it took place in I guess this was in Portugal and Mm. the one of the little kids went missing Madeline and the whole thing is like, did somebody take her or did the parents accidentally kill her and they're trying to cover it up? And the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, no, I do not think the parents killed her because it like totally just doesn't make any sense. Like if they're smart, they would have done it. They would have done things a little bit differently. Uh, but the whole thing is like, I have a theory that I have never heard anyone talk about. But this is a little weird because you don't know all the details. But maybe we can talk about it later. I think the I think somebody at the hotel had something to do with it, and I've I've heard people like murmur that before, but I've never heard like somebody have an outright theory like on a show. And I really wish people would just like take that too, because to me it makes the most sense. This case does ring a bell, and um, yeah, man, it sucks. Imagine how much that would suck your kid goes missing and then it's like everybody thinks it's you oh i know so annoying i my dog went missing a, like a, a couple of months ago and i was losing my mind and then he who just like which dog i only have one dog archie archie went missing he okay we took him to a park <laughs> and we were just kind of letting him go free we were on vacation in the poconos Mm. And then he went on, through a hedge, like he followed a squirrel or something. He's a little Jack Russell. And I we couldn't find it. It was like such a thick hedge and it was so tall that we like couldn't go through it. So I had to like run around. We, Me and um, Ari were looking for him all over the place. And then eventually he like popped his little head out of the, the hedges and like right when I was about to start crying. Isn't that Aww. cute? I'm glad. It, yeah, it is cute. I totally thought so. Um, I'm glad a communist didn't take him for being too beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, if a communist took Archie, he would uh, definitely bite him. My cat used to get out a lot because um, I lived in this house with this guy. I used to live with like a deadbeat dad and um, he was just really irresponsible, not just in that he was a deadbeat dad, but also as a roommate. Um, he famously like lied to the landlord that I was living there and it was like her house. Like she didn't even know that there was like tenants. Like she was just in Hawaii and she came back and was like, who are you? It was like truly a nightmare. And he also like stole the title to her motorcycle and stole her credit card and then like pieced and like left me with her. And she thought it was like all my fault. Truly like thing. I thought she was going to kill me. Um, like a low or something. I was also like, thought she was going to call the cops and I was like, I think I'm going to get arrested i was just really scared so anyway i called my brother and he came and picked me up 
Um, anyway, so he was really irresponsible and would always leave the door open and my cat would just get out. And so nine times out of 10, I would just be like walking around the neighborhood and I would like run into him, my cat. We would be like, you know how you like see a cat? I would like look down and I'd be like, hold on. (laughs) I know you. And he would freeze and look like so embarrassed and he would just stop and like, let me pick him up. And then I'd carry him that's and sweet. I'd just be walking down the street with a cat, looking like a weird girl that is, like, picking up cats. Walking your cat. Around. Taking your cat Or just, up. like, picking up a stray cat and walking around with it, which is, like, not. I don't support that. Cats Put that need down. to be free. Cats just like to be outside. Then people, like, want to touch and pick up stray cats. I'm just like, leave it alone. No. It depends on where you are or the quality of the stray cat. But, like, I just remember getting into, like, this fight with my friend because, like, we were outside my house and there was this cat that, like, clearly had, like, mange and, like, fleas and shit. (laughs) And he was, like, petting it and petting it and, like, holding it in his lap. And I was like, I hope you're going to fucking wash your hands and all your clothes because we have cats in the house and you're going to give them fleas. And he was like, what kind of monster are you that you want me to pet and hold this cat? And I was like... Touche. Oh, my God. But that happened to my neighbor. My neighbor found, like, she was, like, I was outside. She was, like, hey, there's a cat here. And it was, like, a baby kitten. And it was meowing, like, constantly. And it was so skinny. And, like, its head was so big. And she was, like, it looks fine. Like, it looks like it's healthy. And it was, like, walking around in circles. (laughs) Like, it it was, like, falling over. I was, like, this cat is sick. And it doesn't. (laughs) I'm not letting this cat in my house. And then uh, I put it in a box. But I think it. I made a little bed outside because I'm a sweetheart, um, but it wasn't there when I came back. Um, when I moved into my one house that I used to live in, uh, that you've been to before back in the day, it was like a crazy house with like crazy colors and like skeletons everywhere and stuff. It was like a kooky, wacky, crazy house. Yeah. Um, when I first moved into that house, I was like a little unsure because it was such a kooky, crazy house. And I was like, I don't know. Am I going to be able to keep up with everybody? Uh, and as I was moving in, there was just the most horrible cat I've ever seen who had a prolapsed anus. Ugh. And it was like about a six inches out and just like flies landing on the prolapsed anus. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, just like, was standing around, like, growling, like, the whole time we were moving. Like, and we just had to pass it every time. It was truly, like, the most sad and gross thing. And I, oh, wait. I thought it was, like, the cat that lived in the house. No, it was a random street cat that had a... A kooky PA. house. We got skeletons, crazy colors, and... <laughs> the cat's anus is Cat's prolapsed. I was just like, why is this cat's anus prolapsed? I don't like that. I don't know what's going on with this little guy. Uh, And I don't have a car, and neither did... I I guess my friend did have a car, because she was moving me. It's on her to have not taken him somewhere. But also, it's like, what? You're gonna take this prolapsed anus cat? He's probably got minutes, okay? I am not touching that cat. That's what I (laughs) I don't. I feel bad. People probably think I'm, like, a bad person. I do like animals. I just don't have a car, and I couldn't take him to the vet, I guess, to pause. Be like, I have a cat with a prolapsed anus here. And they're like, right away, man. Come follow me. I would like to be someone who is, like, a cat trapper one day and, like, save cats and make, like, cat huts in the backyard for the winter. Do you know how you... Yeah. Do you know how you fix a cat with a prolapsed anus? (laughs) How? You suck on its face. Yeah. (laughs) Pops right back in. 
It's funny, like, uh, having this conversation, and I'm like, is this a podcast? I don't listen, I don't listen to podcasts where people talk, but I think, like, not, like, have a conversation, I listen to yeah. each other, like, then she turned the corner, and Narrative the cat podcasts. had a prolapsed anus. But, I listen to conversational podcasts sometimes. Um, it's good for when you're lonely, and I am lonely. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you get to say hi to the mom and the dad, and then you're like, well... I'm still almost 30 and alone. Who will I text a meme to? You know? And then you're mm-hmm. like, how about my old friends, the podcasts, where people are having a fun conversation? The podcast boys. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> the, all like. I'm not going to name any of them because I don't yeah. want to say because it it's embarrassing. I really can't listen. I can't listen to like <laughs> certain ones. I really can't listen to like two guys talking about something i'm sorry me I know neither that, but it's just like i'm like oh my god i don't care and also everything you're saying is dumb and you're you're you sound ugly i truly hate it when i was um uh which i guess we'll probably talk about this podcast we barely talked about criminal but what's there to say look it's a decent it's podcast. good it's you like should a listen a glimmering jewel of a podcast give it a listen too smart for me. I'm dumb. I would rather look at that YouTube guy who's like, a very scary ghost can be seen in the video that I'm about to show you. Are you brave enough to see a video of a ghost? Uh, Chills is his name. Anyway, I'm too dumb for criminal. Wait, let's give it a rating because we have to give every podcast, every true crime podcast a rating. I think we should have a couple categories. Like, like, okay. um, Host? Yeah, host ten. Phoebe is Phoebe's hot, smart, big teeth, potentially brave, creative. I hope she listens to this because I'm going to send it to her on a cassette tape to her house. She's just Um, great. Love stories. Ten story. They do a lot of switcheroos, which I find somewhat enraging, but they are a bit clever, so I will give a story an eight. I'll give a story... Well, I think they... I, one thing I like about them is that they they get, they get really mix it up. So you're... You know, they they do things that are like, is this... A, this is a crime? Can you believe that? Or like, <laughs> I've learned so many facts I didn't know already... Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and give story a, a 10. And you know what? I like switching. Oh my god. So how do you like that? Um, right on, right on. Yeah, it's only getting tricked too much. But, uh, and then I think scariness should be a category. And I'm gonna uh, give it a 1. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a 2. Because I have heard, I have heard some stories that are like, cops have too much power. Yeah. And that's so, scary. So, um, how do we do this? We add up all of it. So, one plus two. I do need to calculate for <laughs> that's that. That's fine. Plus ten plus ten plus eight equals thirty-one divided by four is twenty-five. A score uh, of twenty-five. Out of a hundred. So. <laughs> no, no, out of um forty. We could probably come up with a better, like, rating system. I think that's good. I think it should be out of 100 because we give 100% of our opinions. So what's, um, so then it would be like, it would be like a 50, it would be like a 60 out of 100. 
Yeah. So that is a failing grade. Yeah, that's not (laughs) accurate. Like, can I say, I'm so sick of, like, counting things. Using data, little pieces of information, adding, subtracting, multiplying. Let's just have fun. I'm giving it a 69. 69. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wait, there was one other thing that... You oh, I was say. about to diss a podcast, which is oh, yeah. um, Last House on the Left is a podcast that I'm just like, I don't want to hear these guys talk. And I hear like men say this about women where they're like, I just can't stand listening to those harpies nagging and nattering. And uh, I feel that way about those men um, being like, oh my God, I'm a guy and I love nachos and Ninja Turtles. It's like you're too... I don't like this. This is like, and I like, I'm always trying to be a boy. I'm like jealous of boys. I want to be a boy. I'm like, that's something I got to work out in, in due time. <clears throat> but uh, that is not the kind of boy I want to be. And uh, it's too much. You're trying too hard to be a boy. And I don't like it. I don't like that either. Or like, I what? Like, oh. oh, I like whenever women are like doing whatever they're doing is like pretty much fine with me. I'm never like annoyed. Uh, <clears throat> and I get being annoyed by women sometimes. It's allowed, but they're I always don't, nagging. I don't see it? <laughs> and I nattering. actually I nag all the time. Like when I'm talking to my boyfriend, I'm I'm like, "Can you get me a glass of water?" I do that a lot, and that that's is all. Annoying. That's about all men are good for is fetching water for <laughs> us. Yeah, Jack and Jill went up the hill. Hey, let me <laughs> tell you this. Let me tell you this. I agree. I can, I've not heard that podcast yet, but I'm excited to listen. Uh, Last House on the Left. So Here's stupid. what I do like what about it name? is that what? it is they do a lot of stupid. They all seem to like believe in like ghosts and like supernatural stuff to a childish degree. And they take like urban legends like at face value as if they're like truth. And um it's very amusing because I think if you want to enjoy a story, like a ghost story, you need the person telling it to be believing it's true. And uh, I do, I am charmed by that. I listened to it a lot when I was making COVID masks. Yes, I'm a charitable person because my roommate and I had to find a podcast we agreed on. And she loves, she loves boys like that. I can't do it. I mean, if I... She loves it. There's something, you know what else too? I always feel like I'm like, am I talking too much? Am I saying something people are going to get mad at me for? And it's like, you know what? Those guys don't think about that stuff. They just think like, well, I just said something so funny and smart. My, my Everybody's going to suck my dick out after they hear this. That's what yeah. they say. They're like, imagine if a child died. <laughs> I love hamburgers and hot dogs. And I say it and it's like, wow, I'm putting I'm taking this to court. Um I love I love this story is crazy. The victim had it coming. And you know what? I loved every second of it. We say stuff like that. We do. And uh yeah. <laughs> we kinda do. I did just say I think you should be allowed to kill your own child. <laughs> I did say I think it's, like, good that that guy killed a guard at the prison. Well, what yeah. are you doing being a prison guard? 
Yeah, that's your fault. That's another thing, too. Like, you don't have to make... I, I could be a prison guard if I wanted to, but I don't want to get catcalled all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Prison. Imagine being a prison guard. You're like, I think it's good that I'm doing this. But then it's like, who else is going to do it? I think I'm talking about prison more like the movie kind of prison, not like a real prison. Oh, my God. One time I was watching... You know Louis Theroux? Everybody's heard of Louis Theroux. Louis C.K.? No. <laughs> gotcha. You thought, you, you thought we forgot about him. This guy was friends with, like, a famous pedophile, though. Um, Jimmy. I don't know. He's some British guy. Jared. Um, uh, all of our British listeners will know <laughs> this famous pedophile. Um, but anyway, he's, like, pretty great. He's a documentary guy, and he does, like, pretty he's like a really gentle person and he's really kind and he'll do stuff where he interviews like the westboro baptist church and he'll just be nice to them and get them to like explain themselves and he usually gets people to talk themselves into a corner anyway i love him and i was watching the series he did on prison and it was like truly the most like harrowing thing i've ever seen and i fell asleep during it because i was like sick and uh i had like the worst sleep paralysis of my life during it i was like aware of the show and like it was just an army sergeant like doing push-ups for louis Theroux, and i was like having an out-of-body experience where like i was like convulsing and i was i woke up and i was finally i was like unparalyzed and i was like oh oh i gotta never uh watch this again anyway that just shows you how fucking weak i am yeah you're weak imagine if I was in prison. I'd be having sleep paralysis every night. When I was a kid, famously, my dad, whenever I was, like, crying like too much, he would be like, if you were in the Holocaust, you'd be killed <laughs> by now. He'd be like, you wouldn't be able, you'd have to stop crying. And he's like, you need to be able to stop crying in life because one day you might be in a situation where there's a guard who's about to shoot you. And that's how you get me. Wow, that's a creative parenting that's how you get a tough guy like me who don't cry unless something is a little bit sad (laughs) and then i cry uncontrollably (laughs) it's wild i love your dad's Uh, style yeah my dad's a nice guy for the record i don't blame him and to be fair i would cry in a way that was like over the top and like attention seeking which is like fine to do that and he did have a point which is like you know shut up sometimes you just gotta Shut up, or you're gonna get. Smacked. And I was, I was old enough to hear it, and nobody was gonna smack me. But there could be a situation where I was, you know. And we're Slovakian, so you know there's Holocaust risk. Really? I mean, I'm 99 sure Slovaks were like considered like garbage people um, by the Nazis, the Slavs. Oh, I did not know you were Slav. Slav. <laughs> yeah. I'm a total Slav. <laughs> I'm Irish, so we pretty much... I'm also Irish, too. I'm Irish, How? and I'm it's pretty like- sure that it's the best thing you can be these days, because you get you get to eat meat and potatoes, you get to drink a big Guinness, and you get to wear a shamrock shirt and go to the Eagles game. This is like, how long can two white people sit and talk before they start talking about 
if they're Irish or not. <laughs> and then it's like they, I only have I only have one thing. I, I am also Irish in addition to. Sarah. I watched some show that was like oh it was. I forget what shows them. Oh, it was Project Runway, and they had to, like, make an outfit based on their, like, background, like, their cultural background, and I was like, holy shit, if I was on this episode of Project Runway, I would not know. I would have to make a t-shirt with a shamrock on it. I have no, uh, no, no experience with that. I would make it be the girl on the New Jersey flag that's, like, holding the torch. The Uts girl. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the J- New Jersey flag, but there's a wo- there's two women on it. I would make the outfit the women on the flag. Now the pot's legal there, so you can make it a, a pot flag. Yeah, I would just do a full bodycon look with pot leaves. Perfect. Well, do we, should we talk about anything else? Um, death penalty. I'm against it. Oh, yeah. I thought I liked it because I was just, like, whatever, like... A middle schooler. Yeah, I was like, good. If somebody does something bad, they should get killed for it. And the thing they did that was bad was killing? Isn't it weird how, like, you teach little kids to think stuff like that is normal? It's like, why do you learn about that? Like, Mesopotamian fucking, like, rules? It's like, yeah, if you tell a little kid, like, if you're bad and you hurt someone, you should be also killed. It's like, yeah, I'm that like, makes sense. Sure. And now I'm like, okay, Wait. Hammurabi. <laughs> now I'm like, uh, yeah, no, no, I do. Uh, I think it's, I think it's also, just, they make so many mistakes, you know, uh, unless the, unless the police and the courts have a perfect, running i say don't do it because you guys are probably wrong i honestly yeah i just when you listen to so many podcasts about like this kind of stuff of cops fucking up or lying or like sweeping stuff cops are so can i just say one thing too i think i hate about cops these days other than like the fact that they (laughs) mercilessly kill citizens is they really want you to like them. That's, like, the thing I hate the most about. They, like, if you look at a cop with, like, a dirty look or you, like, don't look at them or you don't say, like, good morning, sir, that kills them, I think. Because they they imagine themselves as, like, this town, like, hero and everyone's like, here is a 50% discount. Good morning, sir. And everybody, like, hates them now. Yeah, that's, like, what they want. So it's just, like, fuck off. Like, why didn't you just get a different job? Like, you're just a dorky loser and nobody likes you. You're not hot. Yeah, you're actually Barney from Andy Griffith. Um, I don't remember his full name, but he's, like, a doofus character. Anyway, yeah, uh, everything about them is bad. They're all garbage. Fuck them all. 2020. Abolish them. Uh, And also, yeah, they're so obsessed with being liked that literally in Philly, and I'm sure you both know this, uh, it's just that they took a kid from his parents uh, and then posed with him saying that they found him wandering the streets barefoot. And they were like, we're not your enemies. Like, please, we're trying to help you. And it's like, you literally kidnapped that child. Like, this is so psychopathic and fucked up. It is truly like, you are the marauding murderers. Like, it is uh, it's it's crazy. really weird. And also it's weird because it's like, 
more than one person had to go along with that idea. Where, like, yeah, uh, you guys are all like, yeah, this is a great thing we could do. Uh, I hate everybody, honestly. This uh, is where, like, the first thing that we ever tried to talk about was old Eileen Warnos because we're both oh, very yeah. pro Eileen. And Love her. Here's the thing. I mean, okay, so there's a guy that I like, Jim Can't Swim, on YouTube, and he does, like, interrogation. He, like, shows you interrogation footage, and he, like, explains what's going on and, like, the tactics that are being used. And he shows Eileen Warnos's, and I didn't watch it, but I looked at the comments, and the comments are all people being like... Enough said. She's a murderer. She needed to be punished. Like, she's a, she is a monster. And it's, like, so crazy to me that of all the people that have done murders, like, Ed Kember and, like, old uh, Jeffrey Dahmer and all these, like, literal, like, monstrous people who, like, ate people and, like, did fucked up shit to corpses. Like, I more literally just killed a couple guys, like, regular style. Not, like, in a weird way or, like, a sexual way. Just, like, killed guys. And they were all, like, we don't know what happened. Maybe they were, I mean, you know, probably tried to, like, rape her or something. And so, yeah, I'm pro-Eileen Warnos because I don't think killing's that bad. <laughs> I, uh, it's yeah. bad. I don't think that it's good. But I'm just saying it's not so bad that I don't think that Eileen, Eileen uh, is, like, a monster. I think she's just, like, a regular person who had a fucked up fucking life. Like, her life sucked ass. And, like, yeah, I mean, it came up. And maybe she enjoyed it a little. Whatever. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think that, yeah, uh, people, like, people just, I also just think it's annoying how people think, like, Jeffrey Dahmer is cool or something. Like, the way they talk about it where they're, like. (laughs) He's so handsome. I'm, like, stop. He, do you, like, he. Poured acid into people's skulls. You, yeah. I just, also, the, like, <laughs> children. Like, nobody ever talks about how the people were, like, 14-year-old Latino boys and shit. Yeah. Literally, like, he, there was a boy who was 14 who escaped. This is, like, a classic cops or Oh, yeah. Story, who escaped him and then was, like, half fucked up from having, like, shit poured into his brain through his ear or whatever. And the cops were, like, so grossed out that, like, they were gay or whatever that they were just like, okay, just get out of our sight. And, I think uh, Jeffrey just gave him back to Jeffrey Dahmer who, he, and then he died. I think Jeffrey Dahmer said it was his brother. He was like, oh, no, no that's my he said, he said they were having a lover's quarrel. Oh. Is there another story where it says it's his brother? Maybe. Or am I... F- Getting mixed up. All I know is, trust me, I know my Jeffrey Dahmer facts. Uh, well, another day, another Dahmer. Oh! That's our catchphrase. Yeah, that's cool. That was really that's cool. That's what we say at the end of every podcast. Are you cutting your nails? <laughs> I am. I have, like, a problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm recording something. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you're, like, this. clipping your toenails on a camera. It probably isn't being caught on my mic, but I'm sure you can. I hear could it. hear it. Yeah. This it's... mic has the gain turned all the way down, though, so Clip. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe we can cut it out. Well, at this point. Cut it out. We've gone on and on about it. I can't seem to cut yeah, out this doing little things. All right. Do we have to do, or like, a wrap-up, or can we just... Say thank you. Can you imagine listening to this and then being like, dang, I was hoping they would do a wrap-up. And not being like, I'm so exhausted from listening to these Wait, let me do a quick wrap-up. Okay. 
Hey, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Crime Fuckers. I'm your tantalizing host, and my name is Caitlin. And my other host here is named Molly, and we love to talk. We're proud, and we're happy to have our voices heard on the internet, because it's about time. We're the only feminist podcast we're the only podcast, we're the only true crime podcast that tells it like it is. This is a crime podcast for women only. <laughs> this is a crime podcast that you can only listen to if you have a period. And are a girl boss. If you're a girl boss of a CEO, then this podcast is for you. If you're a girl boss who's just an assistant or an executive assistant then maybe you should find something else to listen to. Also, your period can just be like, you know, once a month you get pissed off. It doesn't have to be like uterine. It can be whatevs. It doesn't matter. Periods uh, aren't required, but you got to at least be annoyed once a month. You just have to have some time where you feel different in the month. I, listen up, losers. If this pod, If you like true crime and you're not afraid to show it, then turn this podcast up full blast with your headphones on or off. Have off. you listened to every episode of every crime podcast that you've been able to get your grubby little hands on and now you're down to your last pitiful drop of content? This is it, baby. Congratulations. Welcome. To Crime Fuckers. Ha- have you listened to every single true crime podcast? But it seems like nobody agrees with you on the thoughts you have about the case. Well, we're your girls. You can tell. T- we think a lot of. We usually think the criminal is right. So, welcome to Crime Fuckers. Let's get let's get this party started. Get this party started on a Saturday. Hey. Night.